Do you like free stuff? I do. BlueprintMCAT.com. Go sign up for a free account. Get access to Blueprint MCAT's Diagnostic, Blueprint MCAT's Full Length One, Blueprint MCAT's amazing brand new space repetition platform with over 1,600 flashcards already made for you, as well as their amazing study planner tool. Schedule out the content so you know if you are on track to take the MCAT when you need to. Again, that's blueprintmcat.com for all of those free goodies. The MCAT Podcast, session number 335. A collaboration between the medical school headquarters and Blueprint MCAT. The MCAT Podcast is free MCAT prep to help you understand the MCAT, teach you how to break down questions, and give you the skills and confidence to get the score you want on your MCAT test day. Learn more about Blueprint MCAT at blueprintprep.com slash MCAT. And welcome to the MCAT Podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, your host here every week. We are joined by our sponsors, Blueprint MCAT, and one of their amazing live online tutors. And this week, we're going to talk about flashcards, flashcards everywhere, flashcards, the kind of game-changing way to approach flashcards. I think at the end of the day, flashcards are becoming more and more popular, right? Old school kind of flashcards on index cards are a thing of the past. Many of you may still use them, but with technology, with tools, with apps, all of this fun stuff, flashcards are so abundant in our daily life. But how do we make the best use of them? That's our question today. That's our discussion today. Don't forget to check out our sponsor, Blueprint MCAT, over at blueprintmcat.com. Sign up for a free account and get access to their amazing study planner tool, as well as over 1,600 pre-made flashcards on their spaced repetition platform. We'll talk about some of that today as well. Again, that's blueprintmcat.com. Let's go and jump in and have a conversation about flashcards. Zasko, welcome to the MCAT podcast. How you doing, my friend? Doing okay. Doing Taking a little study break. Um, I have a cardio exam on Friday, but I think this is a really fun and good way to take a little breather. So you are a blueprint instructor. Do you do one-on-one tutoring as well, or just mostly the live online instruction? Uh, Mostly live online. I used to do private tutoring or like one-on-one tutoring during my gap year, but now that I'm in med school, I kind of just teach classes. Ain't nobody got time for that. Um, So for, for someone listening, uh, who doesn't know you yet. This is the first time you've been on the MCAT podcast. We've done workshops and webinars uh, previously with Blueprint before. Um, you're a medical student. Uh, talk about that journey for you. How, how has that been so far? Yeah, so I am currently in my first year at NYU Grossman School of Medicine. I really like it so far. Um, I, you know, like grew up in Texas, went to... Um, undergrad in California and now I'm on the East coast. Um, so it's definitely been a, this has been a change. It's definitely like, it's definitely very different from what I'm used to, but I'm really liking the city so far. And I think like, obviously other than all the time that I spend studying, New York is a great place to be in to be able to have some balance in my life. (laughs) As, as, uh, the great game of Thrones says though, winter is coming. So you, you haven't been through a New York winter yet. Have you? I have not. And I'm okay. a little concerned about it because my friends from uh, undergrad were like, oh, Zoss, are you liking New York? And the answer is yes. But 
I told them to check in back with me like in the spring after winter has occurred because I'm not used to that at all. Yeah. Good thing you're a med student. You'll be inside studying most of the time. So, so hopefully nice <laughs> and you. warm. Um, so Zaska, I would love to talk to you today about flashcards, right? Flashcards are all of the rage, especially in medical school. And one of the things obviously for MCAT prep is the utility of flashcards for MCAT prep. Before we talk about MCAT prep, I would love to hear your personal story of, of flashcards in med school. Is it a big thing? Is everyone sitting there with their Anki controllers on their, their laptops? <laughs> what, what's going on with flashcards at NYU? No, yeah, I would say they're really popular. Um, I think the way that you use Anki and flashcards really does depend on the person. So there's like a couple of different options. I personally, and we can talk about this in a second, but I'm a big proponent of making your own flashcards. And that's something that I still do in medical school because I feel like the process of making those flashcards is very helpful. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of pre-made decks out there that are really popular amongst like NYU med students and med students in general. Um, Onking, I think, is like the main one that people in my class use. So if you don't want to go through the hassle of making your own cards and you just kind of want to cycle through them, um, pre-made decks are really popular as well. I'm, I haven't gone to the point of um, using those Anki like controllers, but yeah, I do use Anki a good amount. Are, are you really Anki-ing if you're not using a, a controller? I don't know. I mean, I, I hope so. I, I, I don't know. It seems like a hassle, but like my okay. friends who use them to kind of Anki on the go find that they're yeah. helpful. So maybe I'll get on that. Anki on the go. I love it. I love it. That's, that's what it needs to, to say. Um, I, I, I picture when, when we keep saying Anki, um, I love Shrek and I love how Shrek always like a donkey and like they, we need like a, a Shrek <laughs> character that's like Anki. Like, <laughs> I think it would be perfect. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so let's talk about flashcards for MCAT prep. You just talked about loving to make your own flashcards. You think a big part of the benefit potential of flashcards is making them. We've had that discussion many times here on the MCAT podcast that a lot of the benefit of flashcards potentially comes from making flashcards. Do you think for MCAT prep, that's a similar kind of philosophy there? Yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, that's what I did for my MCAT and it ended up being all right for me. Um, I think generally the process of making them is helpful. Um, and also like, you know, if you're thinking big game, if you're thinking the long game, right, you're prepping for the MCAT, like you're probably going to anticipate that you're going to do well and that you're going to end up in med school practicing Anki, which is super popular and kind of getting in the habit of making your own flashcards will not only carry you through the MCAT, but also as it has for me, carry you through med school as well. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know, like, do you want to talk a little bit about like the intricacies of making yeah, those cards? I don't do know it. if people are like interested in like how I did that. So let's nerd out. <laughs> sure. So I think, there's lots of different kinds of Anki cards for the MCAT specifically. I think I mostly did um, a combination of closed cards, which is basically just text and you can select parts of the text to cut out. Um, so the way that I would do that is like, I'd go through my textbooks, I'd find specific terms or like specific paragraphs that I thought were important. And then just like remove the words or phrases that I wanted to be tested on. So that was like one kind of card that would, that I would make. Um, and then the other kind would be like a basic card. So like what you would imagine as a regular flashcard, right? With a front and a back. But I would do something called image occlusion. 
Um, and if you haven't heard of what image occlusion is, basically it's just like a really fancy large word for something that's very simple, which is basically just taking a picture and covering the parts of the picture that you don't wanna see. Um, and so when I was you know, using image occlusion, it was usually for like larger pathways, right? Like glycolysis, where there's like multiple steps in a cycle, I would cover the names of the enzymes and the intermediates, and then like the reverse card would have all the stuff that was revealed. Interesting. So potentially, I mean, when when you say that, it's it's almost like um, like like how we test anatomy. It's like here's a picture of a bone with a line to a, a particular tubercle or whatever, and and obviously the word that that word has been removed that normally you would see in the textbook. Is that kind of what what you're talking about there? Yeah, exactly. And honestly, you're right. Like I, that's how I studied anatomy. Like we just finished our anatomy, like kind of like the way that NYU does their curriculum. We have like a little specific, like anatomy block where we're just doing anatomy of like trunk and head and neck to kind of like lay the foundation for the other stuff. And I cannot like emphasize like how many times I've gone through Anki cards that are basically just like pictures of the body that have like the labels covered and a similar philosophy works for um, MCAT prep, they're not necessarily going to test you on the intricacies of anatomy, but there's definitely like relevant diagrams and pictures where you could do the same exact thing. Yeah. So let's talk about that, right? Because you talked about going through your textbooks and I'm, I'm assuming you meant MCAT textbooks and not yeah. your general chemistry and organic chemistry <laughs> textbooks from college. It's super easy for a pre-med student to just go through that textbook, right? It's the, the classic meme of someone quote unquote, highlighting passages of a book with just like a yellow paintbrush, like just doing everything. How do you pick and choose what to make flashcards of? Yeah, I mean, I personally, and I think this is another benefit of making your own flashcards, um, but being able to have kind of like an internal filter about what topics you're, you know, not super confident in and stuff that you are like super confident in. So for example, like for me, I didn't make as many cards for the bio slash like biochem section because during undergrad, I worked as like basically like a TA for one of USC's um, like intro bio classes. So I knew that, hey, like this is content that I have like literally just seen and I've like seen it for like the past like two years because I was a TA for two years. So I know that like most of these terms who are, that are in bio biochem, like if I was like already like intimately familiar with them, I didn't really necessarily waste my time making a flashcard for it. Whereas like I made a lot of like chem fizz um, cards because personally that's not my strong suit. And I knew that I would need more. Um, I would need to see those kinds of flashcards more in order for me to be able to retain that information. Got it. So a lot of it is just personal uh, comfort level with things. And it's it's hard for students because we've talked about on this podcast a bunch how uh, human psychology is we want to avoid pain. We want to avoid feeling dumb. We want to avoid all, all of those feelings. And so I think the, the general trend is I'm going to make flashcards about all the stuff I already know so that when I go through the flashcards, I feel super smart. But then you're not actually improving the things that you don't know. Do you, I mean, is it easy as, just as easy as you just got to do it? Or do you have any tricks to help students kind of overcome that fear of failure when they're making flashcards and going through flashcards? Yeah, I mean, I think just keeping in mind that, um, I know it's like definitely easier said than done, but as people go through their MCAT prep, I think they kind of start to realize that being super like intimately familiar with the things that you're maybe not as good at 
is ultimately much better for you in the long run because I think a little bit of a like a little bit of nuance of how like I would tackle flashcards personally is like I said like on the first pass like making flashcards that I felt like I was like maybe not as strong in but the nuance here is that like when I finished my full lengths if there was like content area that I was like consistently getting wrong I would like add those cards like into the deck. So like, let's say I missed something on the first pass that I like maybe thought that I was good at and like didn't include a card for it. Cause I'm like, oh, like I just did bio. Like I don't really necessarily need to put all the things of like all of the, what is it? What are they called? All the like stipulations of Hardy Weinberg. But then I would go and take a full length and then they would ask me a question about that and then I would get it wrong. Then I'd be like, oh, like this is my sign to like, I didn't actually know it. So like, let me put that back in the rotation. Okay to take things out. It's like a little hokey pokey, you put them in, you take them out uh, and you, you <laughs> freak out a little bit uh, sometimes. So uh, totally. Blueprint, right? This is uh, a podcast sponsored by Blueprint. Blueprint as part of their free account has a spaced repetition platform similar to Anki with 1600 plus free flashcards created by experts like yourself. How do you recommend someone utilize pre-made decks, blueprints, uh, pre-made flashcards? Is is there utility in using stuff, even though we've talked about the benefit of making them yourself? Yeah, I mean, I definitely think there is utility. Um, obviously, like people use them all the time, so they definitely find it helpful. I think you're going to use a pre-made deck of any kind, whether it be for the MCAT or med school or whatever you end up using Anki for. Um, the main, like, I think the most important thing that you can get from those decks is to kind of like create a daily habit with it, right? Because if you're not learning stuff from making the cards, you need to set a time each day to like go through the cards, like go through a new number, like set, uh, I guess, set a number of cards of new cards that you do per day and also finish up all the reviews that are due that day. Right. And that stuff, like if you're not developing a daily habit can build up really, really quickly. So my advice generally for people who are using those um, pre-made decks is to do it every day. Cause then like the space repetition stuff is not going to work. And the reason why med students and MCAT test takers love Anki so much and love space repetition in general so much is because when you're doing flashcards in a space repetition kind of way, it lets you be able to remember things for like long periods of time, right? So if you're saying for the MCAT for like six months or something, if you're using Anki or Blueprint, like space repetition flashcards, um, you're able to remember stuff on test day that you learned a long, long time ago. Yeah, and when you're studying over four or six months, that's important. Uh, and then obviously for med school, step one is like two years worth of stuff that you've been studying for a while, so. <laughs> Yeah. Oh God, don't talk to me about that. I'm so, I, I just started med school. That's not my problem right now. <laughs> not, not your problem right now, but it is, um, unfortunately. Yeah. No, you're right. You're yeah. right. I should, you're, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, as we wrap up here, uh, final thoughts about flashcards, someone who wants to dip their toes into the spaced repetition world, making own flashcards, whatever that may be. Um, I think I would say just, give some, give yourself some time to kind of explore the tools that are available to you. I know like a big thing with flashcards and kind of exploring resources for MCAT prep or even in like med school can give you a lot of like paralysis, right? Like, oh, there's so many resources out there. Like, I don't know which ones to do for Anki and like flashcards specifically. It's like, which deck do I use? Like, I don't know. Um, So I'd, I would say like, you know, 
give yourself a trial period. See which decks you like or see if you want to make your own flashcards. And also just give yourself some time to like familiarize yourself with whatever interface you'd be using. I know Anki kind of has a little bit of a learning curve. So if you've never used it before, I would look up some tutorials and give yourself some time to get familiar so that once you are trying to use Anki or whatever flashcard software, you can hit the ground running. All right, so there you have it. Flashcards, flashcards, everywhere there's flashcards. Don't forget to check out blueprintmcat.com. Sign up for their free account where if you would like to have access to over 1,600 pre-made, expertly made flashcards, you can do that on their spaced repetition platform. You also get access to a half-length diagnostic, a free full-length exam, and much more. Again, that's blueprintmcat.com. Have a great week. We'll see you next time here on the MCAT Podcast. This is MedEd Media.